Welcome to the first episode of the Stethoscope Switch podcast. This episode, we interviewed one of our favorite attendings, Dr. Mindy Fernandez, who shared her story on switching careers from a nurse to ER physician. Good morning, Dr. Fernandez. Thank you for coming on to the Stethoscope Switch podcast today for our very first episode. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you, ladies, for having me. Thank you for your patience. And again, I'm at the end of my shift, so hopefully... I don't sound too crazy, and hopefully I can form sentences well, but I'm looking forward to talking to y'all. Well, thank you for coming. So before we start with like actual questions, can you just give a brief rundown from your undergraduate career to now and the path that led you to where you are today? So the path I took was a little bit long. Um, I'm not sure if I should say this i'm really dating myself but i graduated from high school in 1993 i know that y'all weren't born yet and i i've always wanted to be a doctor so i started out in pre-med and i got uh married fairly young joe and i got married in 1995 and then we moved to tampa when he got out of the marine corps and I transferred down there for college, and we realized quickly that we were going to be really poor for a really long time. And so I switched to nursing so that I would have the ability to make money and support us. And I graduated from nursing school in 1998. And then my first job was at Shands at UF in the MICU. And I worked there until 2000 when we moved to Boston for Joe to go to law school at Harvard. And then um, while we were living there, I completed my BSN and started taking prerequisites for med school. And then he graduated law school and we moved to Atlanta where he started working in a firm. And um, then I took the MCAT and applied to med school and I got in and started in 2006 and graduated in 2010 and then I came here for residency in 2010 and graduated in 2013 and here I am I never left that is so crazy I did not know so much of that I didn't know that your first job was in the Jams Mickey like you really have been all over the place. That's incredible. It's pretty neat, too. There are still nurses that I worked with in the MICU who still work at Shands, and I'll see them from time to time. Um, just last week, I was in a trauma, and the trauma ICU nurse, I don't know if she was the charge nurse or the nursing coordinator up there, came down, and she used to be one of our respiratory therapists in the MICU, and so I remembered her and we were talking and one of the nurses I used to work with is now a nurse practitioner for the stroke team. So I'll see her from time to time in the trauma bay too. So yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, that's like incredible. Okay. And so do you feel like you chose the path to nursing because you knew that it would be better for you guys like in the financial like short term and then knowing that um you had like more financial stability 
deciding to go to medical school? Like why nursing as opposed to another job? That's a good question. Um, and I, I wish I could tell you exactly why I did that. But what, what happened was, you know, when we moved to Tampa and we were struggling a little bit financially and when I realized this is going to be real hard, I just started looking at several other allied health programs at Hillsborough Community College. That's where I initially went to nursing school. And I honestly did not remember applying to nursing school. So I looked at the ultrasound program because I've always thought ultrasound was really amazing. Um, and I looked at the nursing program and I put in some applications and then I sort of just went about my business. And when I got the letter in the mail saying, congratulations, you were accepted to nursing school. I was like, oh, wow, this is great. And so I thought about it and I said, you know, this is a two-year program. So um, I felt like it, it was a short program and I would become a registered nurse. And I liked the idea of the direct bedside patient care. And when I started, I knew immediately that I would love it. And I did. I loved it. I loved the school. I loved my clinicals. When I got out, um, my first job, well, I worked as a tech in the ER at Tampa General while I was in nursing school. And then um, when I got out, you know, like I said, I went to the MICU and I really liked the ICU. But I always knew, you know, this was not what I wanted to do. And I didn't, I guess, I guess maybe I sort of looked at it as a stepping stone, but once I got into it, I really enjoyed it. And a couple of people in my family said, oh, you know, I, I worry that you're never going to go back and you're going to lose sight of your dream. And I said, no, you know, I, I'll remember what I wanted to do. And I think working in academic institutions was helpful, too, because, you know, it kept me around residents when I worked in the MICU. And then when we moved to Boston, I worked at Mass General. Um, and so that was a great experience, too. And But I always knew, you know, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a doctor. And I can remember there was a time in Boston where I felt like, oh, man, I'm, you know, I'm getting older now. I was turning 27. And I realized when I, if I do this, when I finish med school, and then do a residency, I will probably be right at 40 years old. And so I thought this is, you know, I'm going to be too old. And I remember telling Joe, you know, I really want to do it, but I'm going to be 40 years old by the time I finish. And he said, you know, do you want to be 40 years old doing what you've always wanted to do? Or do you want to be 40 years old and look back and have regrets? And I said, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm going to continue working on my free recs. And, and I put myself on a, you know, a program to make sure I completed my free recs on time and stayed on the timeline. And um, I did it. No, that's really amazing. Like just that you knew that medicine and becoming a physician was your dream and that's what you work towards but what was the deal breaker for you in college in terms of choosing a career because I feel like as pre-meds 
Um, we might walk in pre-med, but a lot of us will discover other career paths, like whether it be business or like engineering. What was really what solidified it for you as an undergrad that you were going to be a physician? I think I was just so driven as a child. Um, I can remember being eight years, eight years old is the first memory I have of really knowing that I wanted to be a doctor. And we had this book. First of all, my my parents um, didn't graduate from high school. So I was the first person in my family to go to college. And um, I actually grew up in subsidized government housing until I was like 14 or 15 years old. So we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And I never, ever thought I wanted to do it for the money. I just, I always thought the human body was fascinating and I can remember getting um, encyclopedias. Do y'all know what encyclopedias are? <laughs> well, that's what we had to do research on. <laughs> I don't even think they sell encyclopedias anymore. But I remember when we would get new encyclopedias, I thought it was the coolest thing. I would go immediately and start looking up things about medicine, the human body, and um, just love to read about it. And then my my parents got this book called The American Medical Association's Family Guide to Medicine or something like that. And it had these algorithms in it where you would look up a symptom, sore throat, and then you'd go to the pages where it said sore throat. And it would say, do you have a fever? If yes, you know, go to this box. If no, go to this box. And it would take you down and it would end up with a diagnosis. And I used to love it. Anytime anybody had something wrong, I would say, okay, let me get my book. And I would take that book out and I would ask them all the questions and go through the symptoms. And I just thought it was cool. And so I think from such an early age, I was just so driven to want to be a physician that it never really dawned on me that I would do anything else. I mean, even when I decided to go to nursing school, you know, I knew I wanted to be a doctor and I'm going to be a doctor one day, but it was never a question in undergrad, in my pre-med up until that point. I just was unwavering and just knew I wanted to be a physician. I couldn't see myself doing anything else. I couldn't see myself doing anything outside of medicine or healthcare. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people definitely feel similarly when it comes to just like that drive from the initial age. And keep that drive. You know, I I know sometimes you guys get discouraged and I've heard other attendings and residents sometimes say, you know, don't don't go into medicine. You should go into business, go get, you know, a technology degree, do something else. But I always tell everybody, absolutely not. Follow your dream. Mm -hmm. Do you think that starting as a nurse specifically impacted your career as a physician or made you a better physician in any way? Yeah, definitely. I do. It from simple things like knowing how to talk to patients and being comfortable with patients, you know, sick patients, mad patients, happy patients. When I was in my, I think, first year of med school and we were doing like clinical introductions and, and we had even just our, you know, fake patients, you're not fake like mannequin, but your standardized patients. So you weren't in the hospital yet. Um, I can remember being in a group of, um, colleagues or classmates and, 
one of my friends went to listen to the patient with a stethoscope and her hand was just shaken. She was so nervous because she had never really touched a patient or, you know, done anything like that. And that very moment I realized what an advantage it was to just feel comfortable talking to people and just having normal conversations with them instead of reading off questions. Okay. Do you have chest pain? Do you have, you know, you, I just, it just flows like a conversation. And I really think being a nurse helped with that a lot, not to mention, you know, the medical lingo and medications and, and understanding a lot of the processes, even if I didn't understand the reasons behind it until I went to med school, just being exposed to it really helps a lot. No, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like it's that training is like super valuable and it helps you understand both sides of the spectrum and helps you become a better doctor because you know what that experience is like. But why specifically did you choose emergency medicine? So I was an ICU nurse to start with. And then I transitioned to the ER and I was an ER nurse and I loved it. And I loved both of them. I really enjoyed critical care, but I liked the fast pace and the constant changing environment at the ER. But I remember when I had gotten accepted into med school and I was getting ready to leave my nursing job, several of my ER doctor friends said, you're going to become an ER doctor. And I said, no way, I am not. I want to have patients come to my office. I want to, you know, meet patients early on and then have them be my patients for 10, 15, 20 years down the road. I, I like the idea of having a relationship with patients. And so I said, no, and I resisted that idea. But there were several that said, you you're definitely are. Come back and see me later. And going through med school, I wanted to be, I think, almost every kind of doctor there was, except a surgeon. I've never wanted to be a surgeon. I started off saying I wanted to do hemoc, and then I thought maybe I'll be a cardiologist. I love cardiology. The heart is amazing. And then I wanted to do OBGYN because women's health is amazing, and I think pregnancy is fascinating, but I absolutely hated being in the OR. And so I just went through everything. And then in my third year, you know, your third year is when you're exposed to all of the different rotations. It's almost like an intern year, but in med school. Um, so you're exposed to all the different rotations. And every single rotation I loved for a different reason. But there was always something that made me think I couldn't do this for the rest of my life. You know, OBGYN, I don't want to be in the OR. Um, cardiology, well, for one, it's a really long road and I was an older student, but for two, you know, you are in an office and I just could not stand the thought of Monday through Friday, eight to five. And part of that might be my nursing influence because I worked 12 hour shifts as a nurse as well. So I was used to working three days a week and having nice days off. And if you worked three days at the beginning of one week and three days at the end of another week, you know, you had over a week off in between. So working the 40-hour work week Monday through Friday just seemed really confining. And so did the office. I found the, the clinic setting to be 
really boring. Just it, it seemed like it would become monotonous. You know, if you're internal medicine or family medicine, there's another high blood pressure, another diabetes follow up. And yeah, you have your interesting cases sprinkled in there, but um, that's the way it felt to me. And then when I did my surgery rotation, I was kind of dreading it because I knew I didn't want to be a surgeon. But when we did our trauma part, that's when I knew. When we went to the ER, we were spending so much time in the ER doing ER consults and going down for the traumas. I realized that I really missed the ER. And it brought back all the great feeling that of being an ER nurse. And um, I knew right then, oh man, they were right. This is what I'm going to do. And the things I really like about it that drove me to emergency medicine, the fast-paced environment, you don't know what's coming through the door. Even when you think you're bored because it's another flu-like symptoms or cough or, you know, pelvic pain, dysuria, you don't know what's walking through that door next. And you also don't know when one of those minor cheap complaints are going to turn into something much more serious. So I like that about it. And then the teamwork. You cannot beat the teamwork of the ER. Everybody comes together and everybody's got everybody's back. That's amazing, though, that your career as a nurse eventually led you to emergency medicine. But I think something interesting that a lot of the other people we work with talk about is that the ER can lead to a lot of stress and burnout. I think that's what deters a lot of people from not just emergency medicine, but medicine in general, is that they're scared of this cycle of burnout they might get into. Would you say there are differences in the level of stress and burnout between nurses and physicians? If so, how do you personally cope with burnout? I'm sure there are. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're two completely different jobs. So no doubt they, I, I may not look at their job and go, gosh, why would you burn out doing that? You know, you come, you do your show for it, you go home. Um, you're not ultimately responsible for the patient, but that's not how it feels when you're in that role because you, you know, as far as the nursing responsibilities, when it's your patient, that's your patient. You can make mistakes that hurt a patient. So I understand their burnout as well. And I don't, I wouldn't discount theirs any more than I would want them to discount our ability to burn out. I think some of burnout, though, for, I, first of all, it's very individual. Um, but for me, I've always felt like it, I think it has to do with not only your personality, but maybe even your reasons for going into medicine in the first place, um, choosing your specialty in the first place. I think it has to, it really has to be a passion. You have to want to do this and you have to continue to have a positive outlook on your job. I mean, I can honestly say it's been 13 years since I started residency and I would absolutely choose emergency medicine all over again. And yeah, there are days when you go home and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go back. That was a really rough shift. But I still love it. I love my interaction with the patients. Um, 
the I think you have to have a very flexible personality and um, probably, you know, lower anxiety, lower stress levels to do emergency medicine, at least. If you get hung up on every little thing, um, I would think that it would just eat away at you, you know. Um, but yeah, I would choose it all over again. I love it. It's so nice having people that actually love emergency medicine in the emergency room. <laughs> I know, go figure. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you talked about being a non-traditional student, and I know you said that you married Joe like pretty soon out of undergrad. Um, going through the process of getting to where you are today, how have you balanced like having a family and kids with your academic career? Yeah, that was definitely hard. I came to realize sometime in the beginning of my first year of med school, I think it sort of hit us both at the same time. We realized, wow, we're getting older and we don't have kids and we probably can't wait as long as it would, you know, as we would like to wait because it would have been nice to wait until I was finished with med school, finished with residency. Um, but I felt like it was too risky to wait until I was close to 40 years old when, um, you know, finishing residency. And so we just kind of got baby fever all of a sudden. I mean, all of a sudden we had been married for 13 years and just enjoyed life. And, you know, yeah, sure. Maybe we'll have kids one day, but maybe we want that. Bam. Yes. We want kids like tomorrow. And, um, and I was a little older. And so we actually had some struggles, um, getting pregnant with London. And I was, I think 34. Yes, I was 34 when I got pregnant with her. And I actually delivered her in between my second and third year of med school. Um, like, Five days after I took step one, it was crazy. And then, you know, once we had London, we knew we would want more kids. And so then Tiffany was born six weeks into my intern year. So I was that person who shows up like eight months pregnant to intern year. And then my son, Joe, was born during my chief year. And uh, then Sophia was my attending baby. I love it. You know, I like, we love hearing <laughs> about your family, your little, the Fernandez clan. It's so cute. They're so wild and crazy. <laughs> it's probably part of what keeps me loving my job because it's also my escape on the crazy <laughs> evenings. I walk into work all chipper and sometimes people would be like, why are you so chipper? I'm like, because I don't have to deal with the zoo tonight at home. Yeah, because you don't have to deal with bedtime. Yeah, I get to leave. <laughs> okay. And so what is one piece of advice that you would give to a pre-health student? I think the most important thing is staying true to yourself. Follow your dreams. Don't let anybody push you off your dreams. I think, you know, sometimes you can get bad advice even from the guidance counselors at school, even guidance counselors at college. A story, not about me, but about Joe. It was funny. He saw the guidance counselor. You know, he went to UF for undergrad. So when he was pre-law, he went there. Although he wasn't pre-law, he was. He did a 
some sort of computer science degree, decision and information science. But he knew he wanted to go to law school and he met with the the counselor and he was a straight A student and, you know, they went over all of his stuff. He had good test scores, but they really tried to push him away from some of the the higher tiered schools because he was an older student and they felt that that would be a disadvantage. And so I remember him you know, just kind of being kind of bummed. And I was like, no, you uh, don't listen to that. Apply to any school you want to apply to. You just never know what's going to happen. And I mean, he literally got into almost every law school he applied to and ultimately ended up going to Harvard. So, you know, you can't listen to everything you hear just because, you know, they have guidance or counselor in their name doesn't mean they know everything about the process. And you should just stay true to yourself and follow your dreams. Thank you so much, Dr. Fernandez. You're welcome. Yeah, it was great having you come on and answer all of those. Hopefully it'll be helpful for people that are going through the process themselves and kind of questioning their path. I hope so. I've really enjoyed talking to y'all and sharing my story. Thank you, ladies. <laughs>